0: Also, not to start the podcast off a little bit minging, but I genuinely feel like I'm going to poo myself. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm so like nervous, but also so excited. I feel really giddy. You know how you feel on Christmas Eve? That's how I feel right now. You know when you're like, lying in your little bed and you're all excited and you can't sleep because you can just keep on thinking about Santa and then you start getting restless legs, tossing and turning, and you're just all giddy and excited. That's how I feel, but Santa's not coming. I'm literally sat on my sofa on my own, <laughs> and I have been all day. This is the first time I've spoke all day. You're the only person I've spoke to. Isn't that cute? But yeah, I'm just excited. I feel like I've just had this as one of my goals for so 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 long that now that I'm finally sat in front of a microphone that I have absolutely no clue how to use by the way like I've literally plugged it in press record and I'm hoping for the best I've changed none of the settings I don't even know whether I've screwed it on right like it keeps on flipping back and I don't think microphones are supposed to flip like i feel mean, like they're supposed to be quite sturdy which keeps on just giving up but welcome to awkwardly in between oh my god first ever episode i'm doing a really good job selling you this podcast <laughs> it's literally just started and i've already told you that i feel like i'm gonna poo myself i can't use the microphone what sort of marketing and advertisement is this Oh God, good thing I didn't do that at uni. But I do just want to say thank you so 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 much for clicking and listening. It means the absolute world, even though I'm freaking out, right? I'm just going to tell you something that I'm already enjoying just straight off the bat. I love that you cannot see my face. (gasps) I already feel so content because you all know how I look right now. I'm going to paint you a picture. I'm lying on my sofa, okay? My period just came. <laughs> That's too much information, but my period has just came, so you can already imagine the state of me. I've got no pants on. <laughs> I've got this jumper on that I've wore for about three days, and it's got pasta stains all over, because I'm really into pesto pasta at the moment, but I can't seem to work out how to make pasta and put the sauce in the pan without it splattering all over me, so I've got, that, I've got that on. I haven't brushed my hair in about three days, and I look ill- My face looks so pale, it looks pooly. Kind of resemble a crackhead. But you know what's actually amazing? To you, I could look like Zendaya, And you wouldn't even know. I could be sat here, looking like I'm about to go to the Oscars. I could have my hair all nice and curled. I could have a big fat red lip on. And you're none the wiser. So, I think from now on, just imagine that's how I look. Okay? (laughs) Let's just pretend that that's how I look. And I'm probably going to look dead for every podcast I record. And that makes me feel so content. Anyways, let's go on. For the first ever episode, I thought what I would do is basically try and explain my full concept behind the full entire podcast. Because I didn't want to just start going into it. And you'd be like, Tia, what are you awkwardly in between? Like, what, what are you even talking about? So, I thought I would explain... The period of my life right now which i've realized that i'm slap bang in the middle and i feel like we're all in the same time i just thought it would be fun to talk about it and basically make a podcast about it the full entire thing so if you know me you'll know that i am absolutely obsessed with coming of age films right i don't know what it is But I literally can't even watch any new films anymore because I just wanna watch Love, Rosie, or 10 Things I Hate About You, or like The Perks of Being a Wallflower. They all just make me feel so comfy But also, I get so excited when I watch them. And I was really deep in it the other day, right? Because I have got a bit of an addictive personality. And I did watch 10 Things I Hate About You about five times in a row. And I started thinking, coming-of-age films are amazing, right? But they never show you after, if that makes any sense. Like, there's very few coming-of-age films where they show after like school and stuff. And then I started really deep in it and I was thinking, oh my God, like am I am should I even still be watching these kind of films? Like am I too old to be dreaming about walking through a corridor in school with like my books, putting them in a locker and going to like a house party on the weekend and all these high school dramas. And I was like, Tia, you literally haven't been to school in like, how long, how long has it been? Like four, four years, five years, four. oh my god i'm so old and i was thinking what the hell am i of age (laughs) is there no coming of anymore like am i just of age but i've actually decided i'm not i'm not yet of age and i came to the conclusion that i'm awkwardly in between i think the period of life that i'm in right now is i feel like i'm slap bang in the middle of being a teenager and being an adult and it's such a stressful period. I decided to be super scientifical and Google the actual definition for in between. And <laughs> the definition of in between is situated somewhere between two extremes, which I definitely think being a teenager and being a full ass adult is definitely two extremes. And that was basically the concept of the podcast. Your late teens and early 20s is such a difficult, confusing and quite a lonely time but it also is and can be like the best time of your life and... I know that I could really do with some guidance and I think just having this to talk about every week and indulging in a few different topics from this time period that we're all stuck in at the moment would be really helpful and fun because I know that so many things happen to me on the daily that I just, it's just a nightmare and maybe it'll make you feel better to laugh at me trying to navigate through this ridiculous journey that we all have to do. But I also do wanna go in depth with a few more of the serious matters of being in the time. And this podcast is gonna be the coming of age film. After they leave school, you know, I'm not gonna just leave yous hanging and thinking, oh, what happens now? This can be the afterwards. This can be the ultimate coming of age film as a podcast and where I won't just cut the cameras after (laughs) they graduate school I came to realise that your late teens and early 20s is probably one of the first times we are ever 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 given our own choices obviously you're born you know goo goo ga you know life's life's fab you're basically like a dog like you just kind of get fed and you poo and you sleep and then One day you go to school, you and all your class, you're doing all the same subjects. You're there every single day from what, like nine or half three. And then you continue doing that until you're 16. And then normally, you you know, you go to sixth form or college And then after that, so for me, I went to uni. And then suddenly, you finish uni. And in about two seconds, you've got about 7 billion different choices to make. And what I think is crazy is that we've spent our full lives on this one path that's carefully picked out for us, you know, through like society and our parents and blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly it's all just stripped from us. (laughs) We're like full-blown adults having to make all these choices, but we haven't really had anything prior to this, like, our first big choice is our first ever choice, really, because before then, you know, we've been to school, we've been taught to do this and this and this, and then suddenly, you finish uni, and you're thinking, what the actual fudge, (laughs) what the actual heck am I doing with my life? And then this is where it gets confusing, because you meet Sally, is got an apprenticeship when she was 18, you know, she's earning money, she's going to work nine to five, you know, she puts on a little a little business suit, she's really got a life together. Your friend, I don't know, Susan, <laughs> is moving in with her boyfriend, settled, like she's talking about having kids. Kids, what, as if some of us are having kids as well, by the way, like that freaks, oh my God. And then you got bloody Brenda, who's sending you Snapchats in our flip-flops at five in the morning in a club, and going to some lad's house afterwards. And then you sit sitting scrolling on, on Instagram and see people like bloody Kylie Jenner, who's got a squillion pound at the age of, how old was she, like 16 when she got made a millionaire? And you're scrummaging around for change in your car for your parking. <laughs> like Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift made her first album when she was, was she 14? Well, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber was 13. And then you're starting to think, am I too late? It's so stressful. Then all you want to do is just go backpacking across Western Europe. But you haven't got any money to do any of it. And because our full entire life, we've all been on this one path. What makes it even more confusing is that as soon as you finish education, everyone who you've ever known also has all of these paths too. So the people who you've spent your full life with choose completely different paths to you and then that makes you think, oh my God, am I on the right path? Like, should I be doing what she's doing? And it just becomes so stressful. That's the thing about being this age is that you don't know whether to just soak up the youth, stick to being, you know, young, wild and free or whether you should be getting your life together after education. Like, should I be saving up for a house? I don't want a house, but, like, should I be doing that? Is that is that the adult thing to do? But then I'm not an adult yet. Like, I don't feel like I am ready to hold my hands up. In class myself as a full-blown adult. But maybe that's just something I have to accept. Maybe I'm in denial. What's the stages of denial again? Isn't it, like sadness and in anger and stuff i definitely feel like i'm i'm going through a few of those stages right now i don't even know what a tv license is like i've got friends who are doing full-blown serious jobs and i'm sat here trying to avoid paying my tv license bill because i don't even know what it is (gasps) yeah i shouldn't say that online should i (laughs) god i feel like the problem of feeling like you're stuck in this awkward in between adult teen whatever you want to call it pre-adult if you want to be official is that i feel like we've always been brought up to feel older than we are honestly right i was creased the other night i was sat thinking about when i was younger right and i remember watching x factor can you remember x factor over 25 group oh my god when i tell you i thought they were on their last legs <laughs> I remember watching X Factor and saying to my mom, hey mum, I don't know why they're still trying, like they're way too old to pursue a career, <gasps> some of them people were 25, 25, oh my god, that's only like a quarter of the. oh my god, and I was sat there thinking, poor, poor OAPs, me little 12 year old thinking that they were dead old, and now I'm like, oh my god, it's it's not long till I'd be in that group, but then what? And my class has been an OAP. But even now, I'll follow, you know, like, influencers and, like, fashion people on Instagram. And then they'll post a photo of them on, like, their 30th birthday, and I think, eee, god, they look good for being 30. 30. Thirty's not even old. I mean, it. okay, 30 does sound old in my head still, which is what the stress is, is that it's actually not old at all, like they are still in their prime, I know that at 30 I'm still going to feel exactly the same as I feel now, this is the issue as well with being in this weird phase, is that I keep waiting to wake up and feel mature (laughs) and like I've got my life together but I just don't think it's going to happen and I see my friends who look so put together and I'm thinking did they just wake up one day and feel this way? Should I be going through this now? Because why do I still feel like I'm literally 16? You've got to think as well, like, we've been brought up with a generation which is just so completely different to ours. Like, I see my, my grandparents who were married and had bloody, what, 100 kids by the age of 16, the ripe age of 16, and I think, oh my god, they were children, but back then in their generation they were classed as adults then but that's not the same for us and that's something that we need to get out of our head and then you find out obviously your parents who met young and i mean bloody hell i think my mom bought our first house when she was 17 <laughs> at 17 i was making justin bieber and ariana grande edits <laughs> I literally don't want to buy a house for another 10, 15 years. And it's really hard to separate the generations and separate yourself from your parents and what you think is right because of what you've seen them do and heard others do. Because that's all you've ever known and that's all you've ever seen the older generation to be, you think that that should be a template for yourself as well. But it's not because I feel like our generation is just so so different you know like with the first generation with complete technology with the opportunities we have I feel like our generation is a lot slower like people are moving out a bit later people are traveling you've got to think right like not, not to be mean to old people because I love if anyone who's old was watching this I love you you know you're great keep smashing it but the reason that old older people got married and had kids and settled down so young it's because, like, really, what else did they have to do? <laughs> You've got to think that, like, they couldn't just get on a random plane and get £10 Jet 2 tickets and... Was it Jet 2 that does the £10 tickets? And go to Italy for a weekend. Like, they couldn't do that. Like, if they wanted to speak to their friends, they had to, what write a letter or send a fax machine or something like they couldn't just go on a girl's holiday if they wanted to go on a girl's holiday they probably had to go to blackpool or something like they couldn't just get on the plane and go to there. a lot of older people were brought up and stayed in their hometowns i think we need to just keep on reminding ourselves that just because our parents bought a house when they were 18 and moved out doesn't mean that we have to do the same because I think sometimes that makes us feel older than we are is because we're using a template from a generation which we're not even we're not even in So we need to stop stressing about when we are an adult and just enjoy the unknown. It is nice to obviously know that other people are in the same boat. And I feel like we're all just absolutely clueless. Like, does anyone actually have any idea what they're doing with their life? Because I know I certainly don't. Like, I feel like I'm genuinely just floating around. Like, The issue is is that I'm acting like an adult because I've moved out and I'm doing all this stuff for myself. But I've still got the mentality that I'm 16 and that my mum still needs to phone the doctors for me. (laughs) How can I... Pay my own bills, yet still expect my mom to make an appointment for me at the doctor's. <gasps> Does anyone else feel like that? What I start stressing about as well is that at what age do I ditch the cargo pants and crop tops? Is there a warning? Do we just all kind of look at each other and then like agree silently on a time? Do I wake up and just think, okay, no... Today's the day I need to make the switch and put on a maxi dress. Because I don't want to wear maxi dresses and cardigans. I wanna be 60 wearing a corset in some in some flared jeans. How long have I got left? <laughs> oh my god, you would think I was fifty. <laughs> it's true though. You do you do think about these things and as well. What I stress about is that being in this weird phase, I don't know who I identify with more. The wild 16-year-old who's still sitting on a field drinking bloody Lambrini on a weekend, or the 30-year-old woman who's who's got like three saving accounts and is paying our mortgage off every month. This is completely off topic, but I've got a really, really strong feeling that Haleys are gonna come back. I don't know why, right? No one's no one's made me think this, but I've just got a massive desire to get some Healy's. And what I'm scared of is what if Healys do come back, right, and everyone starts wearing them. And then everyone thinks that I'm too old to wear them? But like I'm not, because I still feel like uh I'm definitely Hailey worthy, but also, and I'll live on my own. I'm actually a little bit more of an adult, but in my head, even though, yeah, I have finished uni and I'm a bit older, in my head, I still want to wear those Heelys and I still want to go to the park and, and I want to go down the Asda aisles on the Heelys on like, you know, the really smooth ground. I still feel like that is what I want to do, but at what point do you stop doing it because it's no longer socially acceptable because I'm too old or is that just silly? Should I just accept it and just whack on the Heelys? I don't know, guys. I feel like I just overthink it so much. With certain parts of my life, yeah, I do identify more as an adult. But the majority, I'm definitely still that 16-year-old girl who's still going to buddy school, even though I've been having this existential crisis, and well, it's actually got a name, you know. I think it's called quarter quarter year crisis or something. Quarter year, quarter year something. Even though I'm really slap bang in the middle of that right now, I'm trying to be a lot more patient with myself and just letting myself chill out. There is absolutely no rush. At the end of the day, we're not 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 year old. You know, we're in our 20s. We are in our peak and I refuse to believe that I'm past my peak. I am prime peak. Right, my mum always says this quote and she loves to throw it down my neck literally every single time I say her. And the quote is, Youth is wasted on the young. And I actually do really agree with this because I do feel like we do just spend so much time stressing about being an adult, saving what we're going to do, where we're going to live. Oh, am I, am I too old for this? Am I too young for this? I'm 21 and I haven't met the love of my life. Oh my God, I want to have a baby by 25, but I still just don't feel ready. But I've always said that I want one when I'm 25 i've only got four years to find someone we all need to do some meditation exercises and just count to ten let's count to ten actually let's not count to ten that'll take too long but okay in your free time i want you all to count to ten and just realize it's not a race and we've all got so much time my biggest fear is waking up an actual adult like a full-blown adult and thinking, shit, I wasted all of my youth stressing about this period of my life. You've got to realise as well as that your youth is only a quarter of your life. Well, I mean, you can make your youth last as long as you wanted to, but really, it is only about a quarter of your life. You've got all the time in the world to be this official, really knowledgeable adult. This is what stresses me out as well is that I feel like we all get so scared about taking the wrong path. You've got so many years to change your path. You don't have to be on one path. That's so boring. Who wants to be on one path all of their life? Like, not me. Like, how boring is that? It would be so fun to be on a path until you're 20, then then change and, and maybe go on another one when you're 40. Like, at the end of the day, you pick the wrong uni course and you decide that, oh, actually, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do this. You've still got so much time to do that. We feel like we've got this massive pressure to be successful so early and just have our shit together. But you know what, right? We're gonna get to 40 year old and think, oh, I wish I didn't have my shit together. (laughs) It's gonna be so boring doing the same thing every day and doing this and this and this. Why not now, while we're young, have fun playing around with what we wanna do with our life, try different things. You know what, if you wanna do a donor, and move to Greece and you know have a child with three men. Well, not three, not three men, but you know what I mean. You do that if you've decided that you've got a massive passion in pottery making and you want to make a business, give it a go. If you want to climb, uh, I don't know, Mount Everest. Is that that's the biggest one, isn't it? If you want to do that, do it while you're young now, without the responsibility of children, and if you're also at home without the responsibility of bills and stuff. Oh my god now is so the time to take chances and take risks honestly i wish i hadn't moved out just so i didn't have that pressure of paying bills and stuff because i would definitely have moved to australia by now hundred percent catch me moving to australia in a year i actually you know what right this is me manifesting it i'm putting it in the universe right now that this time next year i will be in australia oh god imagine oh my god imagine me lying on a beach doing a podcast now that would be a good visual, that would be better than the crackhead visual I'll give you at the beginning of the podcast, that'd be so much nicer. Whose life actually matters other than your own? (laughs) Not to sound like a selfish bitch but at the end of the day like we don't experience anyone's other life like through our own eyes, do you know what I mean? Therefore our main priority should be our own and you know what, if your friend Stacey is absolutely smashing it, she's got all these savings and she's got her life figured out, that is so good, but that doesn't mean that it's, you have to be there too. She might be past the the awkwardly in-between stage, she could be, she could be perched nicely on adult side, and that's fine, but you know what, if I want to post the renegade, (laughs) try and blow up on TikTok, and then still go to my friends who's got a baby on a night, and look after the baby for a bit, you know, and watch Desperate Housewives, you can There's no limitations. And that's what I think is actually quite good about being in this stage is that because you're in between both extremes as being like a teenager and an adult, you can identify as both. You know, if one day I wanna go to a field and drink, I'm gonna, I am going to. But if the next day I wanna put on a business suit and go pay my taxes, you can bet, I'm actually, I'd probably get my mum to help me with that because I've got no clue how you do that. I'm actually already terrified for next year when I have to pay taxes. I'm going to have to get like a a taxes for dummies, like that's when adulting is just not for me, oh my god, anything to do with money, I'm a nightmare, why do I still feel like money is monopoly money, you know what, right, that's the conversation for a different episode, but is being in this phase a bad thing, or is it more exciting, you know, there's more concepts, there's more freedom, and I want us all to just chill out and have fun. so i do actually have a podcast instagram which is at awkwardly in between which actually oh my god right it's actually crazy i was thinking i'm definitely gonna have to be one of those annoying people who've got like awkwardly in between or like awkwardly in between 2022 or like awkwardly in between tlz podcast one full stop or something I thought it would definitely have been taken, but it wasn't actually taken, the full name is mine, how crazy, doesn't that sound so professional, the the actual, anyways, right, besides the point. So I've got this Instagram, and each week, I've decided for like the second half of the podcast episode, I would open the floor to you guys, so I love interactive podcasts, and I thought what I would do is, each week, I will post on the podcast, Instagram story, the topic of the episode. And then you can literally just tell me anything you want. So it can be any advice you're after, any thoughts and feelings about the topic. It could be funny stories. It could be a quote, literally whatever. And we'll have a bit of a, a bit of a share time, a <laughs> your share time at the end of the episode, which I think would be super fun. And yeah, so if you do wanna be involved next week, make sure you do go head over to the Instagram, awkwardly in between and you can get yourself involved. So I'm just gonna go through and just pick a few random ones cause there was quite a few. But if you didn't get chosen this week, don't be alarmed. You'll definitely get chosen next week. So do keep on messaging because I do wanna make sure like everyone is involved and in stuff cause I, yeah, I love yous all <laughs> completely besides the point. Someone said, constant battle between money and memories. Oh my God. When I tell you I have this, I have this so hard. I take it to the extreme though. I am definitely someone who's not driven by money. I mean, touch wood. Oh, my God, I've got- I've got no wood around me. Wait, okay. I'll lick my finger and touch my head. That counts as the same, doesn't it? So touch wood. But if I died tomorrow, having a big, big bank account full of savings isn't really gonna do me much. If I'm a bit skinned and someone says, Oh, shall we go climb a wall, but it's £20, I'm gonna think, I do wanna climb this wall. What if I croaked tonight, (laughs) touch wood, (laughs) again. I'm gonna regret not climbing that wall. Yeah, I'm a bit skinned, but also I would much rather climb the wall. At the end of the day, 20 pounds, 20 pounds, I can definitely get it back. I do have that mindset, but also I do feel like I am getting to the age, (laughs) oh God, the, the dreaded age, where I do need to be a bit more sensible and I do need to maybe just have a little bit of savings behind me to make you feel better about yourself. I was £2,000 in my overdraft until I was 21. So, you know, that if that makes you feel any better, <laughs> there you go. You know, and honestly, if anyone can tell you this, money comes back. Money 100% comes back. Money's great at having it, but I'm not someone who really feels like you should spend money on things. I'm team memories, personally, but not so much that you're gonna completely skint yourself, I think. My friend actually said this to me, right, a few months ago. And I feel like it completely changed my full outlook on life. She basically said, if you can't afford to buy something twice, you can't afford to buy it. And I thought, wow, that's actually so true. Let's say you want to buy these really expensive shoes and you're like, oh my God, I really want these shoes. I'm going to look so cool with them. But if you buy them, you haven't even got enough money for your meal deal for school. Maybe you shouldn't buy them. You know, I think at this age, save money to make memories. It's kind of pointless in my eyes having a huge, huge savings account and skinting yourself and not doing anything fun just to have the money sitting there and not to spend it on anything fun. Kind of living to save for your future. In doing that, you're wasting your now. You spending your 20s sitting in every single day ...really stressed about wasting any money... you waste some potentially like the best years of your life... ...and it doesn't have to be either or... ...it can be both... ...you have to just do a happy balance... ...especially those people who maybe save loads of money... ...and get a really expensive car... ...and then pay it off every single week or month... ...I'm not sure how it works... ...but then all they have is the money for the car... ...and they haven't got any money for time with their friends... or, ...or any holidays or anything... ...like I know me personally... I would rather spend my money on experiences, you know, while I can and while I'm still able to. Yeah, if you've got 300 pound and your friend says, oh, should we go here? I have found a good deal on Rome for three nights for 300 pound, but all you've got is 300 pound. Obviously don't buy the trip to Rome, But, you know, if you've got £600, you buy that trip to Rome. You know, you can get that money back and at least you've still got money left in your bank account for other things too, you know. (sighs) It's one of those those things. But personally, I just think you've got your full entire life to save. Not me being a bad influence, but I think if there's any time to make memories, it's definitely now. But just don't do what I did and skint yourself completely. As long as you've got a bit of money in your bank, you've got a bit of a... Something to fall back on, a nice pot of money that you've got there to for emergencies, for anything that you want to buy that's like important. Don't save money to get a pair of Balenciagas, like you know. Honestly, it's not worth it. Money comes back, memories don't. Just go for it. That's my that's my mentality. My mom's definitely gonna kill me when she hears this. Someone said, when do you stop saying oh no when friends tell you they're pregnant? 25 here? Oh my god. No, because this is me? Oh, honestly, I don't know. I just, because I feel like because I can't relate to obviously wanting the kids anytime soon or ever, really. That at what age are we all agreeing is the age where we're gonna start being like, woohoo? Like, when am I gonna not be like, oh my god, shit, really? <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, let's let's bypass that one. Someone said, sometimes I feel like I'm missing out because I'm 19 and prefer to stay at home rather than going out with friends. When I tell you, I relate to this so hard. I always talk about this with my mum because I feel like... I understand what you mean when she says youth is wasted on the young because I see a lot of my friends who are going out every weekend and having so much fun, blah, blah. But I'm just not, like, a big partier and I'm not, like, a big drinker. And I think since COVID as well, especially... I've really got into the safety bubble of just chilling at home. And as well, I feel like I am so much more fun in the comfort of a house. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so bad in big groups. Like I'm so awkward and shy that I just I've just started avoiding it now. You come round mine for a cup of tea, you know, let's put on let's put on a film. We'll order a Chinese. I can guarantee I'll give you the best fun night. We'll stick a face mask on, you know, it would be so much fun because I'm comfortable but on a night out I'm just so awkward and shy and I'm stressing about bloody all of the the men around me and I'm like freaking out every two minutes oh and that's I fully understand what you're saying with this but I've decided that I'm going to give myself until summer I'm going to let myself have my in the house time you know time to adjust to the the new outside world and then in summer I'm going to try and be a bit more social and spend a bit more time outside with people and, you know, make new friends and stuff. And I think you should do the same, but don't overdo it. Maybe do once every two weeks, even like once a month. And you never know, like once you start and you become more comfortable with it. You could start really enjoying it because I do always think like oh, I've got all my life just to be sitting in the house watching bloody Gilmore Girls but I just love it and it does make me happy but that doesn't mean something else is not going to you can do both I think that's what I'm going to try and do I'm going to try and find a nice healthy medium and even going out like just because you're going out with your friends doesn't mean you have to go out at, like a nightclub even organize like a nice picnic with your friends or you could go or you could go out for like a brunch or like cocktails or something like a meal with drinks rather than going out out if you're like me and don't really like going out out and you never know like you could love it and then your friends could like doing that more and then at least you've got a bit more of a social life with things that you actually feel comfortable and enjoy doing or even like I don't know go go wait with your friends I really want to start doing more activities with my friends rather than just seeing my friends on a night out I want to start doing things and having fun and let me know what you decide to do and maybe we can try and be a bit more social together because it's something I definitely struggle with Someone said, feeling like a kid slash getting looked down on but being expected to plan your whole life out with uni. Honestly, so many people said the exact same thing and I fully, fully, fully get what you mean. I think it is so hard because when you have to choose what uni you go to and you still are at college or sixth form, where you are still getting trapped like a kid and then you get on all this pressure to try and choose a course that you're gonna spend the next three, four years doing, which could potentially obviously get you a job. And I feel like what's annoying is that adults always put on this massive, massive pressure in making you feel like your uni choice is literally like the biggest decision and that you need to be really careful with what choices you're doing and this is gonna be your future, blah, 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 blah. When I tell you I did absolutely nothing to do with my degree, actually it is a little little bit to do with my degree but I'm not really using my degree and I know so many people who's gone back to uni I know like family members and some of my friends who's gone back to uni like after a few years some people who've took a few years out and then gone into uni after when they're a bit older and know what they actually want to do my best friend started a course dropped out of it because she decided that it just wasn't what she wanted to do she then did another course like a year later smashed that with a first degree honours and has now got her own business she's literally thriving and she did not listen to the silly adults who are putting all the pressure on her. because at the end of the day it is not your full life uni's amazing uni is a great experience it's honestly the best time of my life however it's not everything you can change everyone needs to chill out i think uni feels so permanent but i promise you it's not once you actually go to uni it kind of clicks how silly everyone has been your whole life about how serious it is yeah, it's it's a lot of hard work and it is, it would be good to choose one course and be like, wow, this is what I want to do forever. But it doesn't happen like that with everyone. And you know what? Maybe you do have to try a few things. People always say you have to kiss a few frogs, right? You know, like with boys. Why don't you have to kiss a few uni courses as well? Do you know what I mean? Like, why is the phrase not kiss a few career choices? Like, bloody me, I told everyone I wanted to be a dancer my full entire life. And now everyone's like, oh my God, you don't want to dance? Give the gal a break. You can change your mind and it's okay. You'll end up exactly where you need to be and it'll all work out exactly how it needs to. Feeling like you need to move out at a certain age. Yeah. This is literally me. After uni, I just thought that the next step was for me to move out it really wasn't and when i tell you i regret moving out as soon as i did so much i think as well that we spend a lot of our time watching people online and stuff and seeing these people who, who like moved to london when they're 16 and stuff and i'm thinking christ like i'm just finishing uni and my plan was to go home like should i be moving out honestly don't do it do not stress about it spend as much time as you can at home honestly Please, please spend as much time as you can at home because you know what? No one tells you about council tax. No one tells you about TV license. No one tells you about how much a bloody friggin' orange is. You know how much, you know how expensive it is to eat your five a day? Oh my god, Christ, I'm gonna have to start getting freeze-dried, you know, those astronaut foods. I'm gonna have to start getting them or something in bulk because it's so expensive. No one warns you about it in... It is definitely not the next step. The next step is to feel comfortable being out of education. Do not stress about where you're living, what you're doing. The next step is for you to feel comfortable without being told what to do by a teacher or being around other people who are doing the same thing as you and all of this. Go home save some money, go traveling, you know, go and meet a lovely Italian boy and have fun. I wish I'd saved all the money that I spent on rent, but unfortunately, as I told you before, I have no concept of anything. And I genuinely feel like I'm living a Sims life when I'm really not. Oh, I need to behave. Right, I'll do one more because I've actually talked for so long and I didn't realize how long I talked for. What the hell? Anyways, okay, so last one. Um. Stop it. The heartbreak of finding out, now I'm 19, I have to pay for the dentist and eye tests. What? Shut up. I don't have to pay for an eye test, do I? I'm dentist. No, oh my god, right. That's just, you can tell how long I haven't been the dentist for. Wait, do I have to pay if I actually just go for a checkup or do I have to pay for the checkup too? Because if I have to pay for the checkup, that's a piss take. I'm gonna watch a YouTube tutorial on how to do it myself because that's so bad. Even prescriptions? Now that I can't tick that box, which says that I don't have to pay, I have to now pay. Good thing that I'm not Pooley. Oh, that's so sad. And it's like all of the older people who take like loads of tablets and I'm thinking, do you have to pay for every single one of them? I feel like I'm just so used to my mum just doing it. I'm actually hoping that if I do get Pooley at any point, I do need to get a subscription. A subscription. (laughs) Sounds like a freaking Spotify. A Spotify payment? I mean, a prescription. If I do have to get a prescription, I'm hoping my mum will just pay for it, or she'll just forget that I'm actually nearly an adult. That yeah, well, I am actually full blown an adult, and she'll just do it for me. Still. So. Right, guys. I think I'm gonna call it a day. And that is the first episode done and dusted. What the hell? Oh. Thank you so much if you have sat and listened to me gob on for like, what, like 40 minutes. (laughs) I do honestly really appreciate it and I'm so excited for this little journey and there'll be new episodes every Monday morning you know start your week off right with some quarter life stresses <laughs> yeah I love you all I hope you enjoy whatever day you've got going on eat your uh, five a day you know drink some water I don't drink any water I drink a lot of coffee though oh my god I've had six coffees today and I'm thinking do I have a do I have a seventh but that I feel like seven is too far I feel like six is also too far but it's not too far in the you know what right i'm taught shut up to you love yous all and i'll see yous in a week Mm -hmm. goodbye hi i'm back if you also want to rate the podcast five stars You are really sexy and I love you always. Okay, bye.